This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. Rockus Marcus. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of My High School iPod. Uh, We're back. We took a year off. 2020, (laughs) no thank you. 2021, yes, please. Here we are. Um, Thanks for tuning in and listening. Uh, We have a very uh, fun and exciting show planned for you uh, this evening or afternoon or morning or whenever you're choosing to listen to it. I am your host, Jay Howell. I am joined, as always, by my friend, my co-host, my producer, the Rizzoli to my aisles. Hey, Mohammed Jomo. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm also wonderful. Um, uh, it's good to be back. Am I frozen? No, no, no. <laughs> my video. My video is frozen uh, on my end. We're zooming, and it's uh, weird. Yeah, we're we're zooming, we're using technology, and uh, but we're we're back. We're doing the podcast again. Um, we're we're refocused. Uh, we had we had a nice little vacation, um, and we're coming back in a big way because we are combining two of our favorite things that we do on the podcast, and that is our year-end review and a motherfucking power hour. That's right, Jay. Every 10 episodes, we do a power hour, and uh, when we stopped in the middle of making this show, we stopped at episode 39, which means now we're at episode 40, and that means we motherfucking power hour. Um, Hell yes. Hell yeah. We are doing our end-of-the-year roundup show as well. So we're just combining all the special things we do and just scraping all the regular things we do. Well, we've, you know, we, we do one episode a year now, so yeah. we got to <laughs> combine everything for when we actually do one. Uh, but it's not just uh, the two of us uh, partaking in this. No, no. We brought uh, some real My High School iPod all-stars. Um, by all-stars, I mean we ask them to do the show more than anyone else, and they always say yes because uh, they're, they're wonderful people, and they're some of my very best friends in the world. Uh we have um, coming to you from his uh, office in his home in um, Decatur, uh, the one and only uh, from Mountain Party, from Pony League, uh, the the Papa Bear of Bear Kids Recording, Justin Green. Hey, Justin. Hello. Hello, Jay. Hello, Muhammad. Hey, Justin. Thanks, thanks for, for having me back. Thanks for coming back. Of course. Hey, hey we, we've had you on a, a number of episodes, but this is your first power hour with us. So that's oh, shit. right. And yeah. I, I would, I would uh, be lying if I was, didn't admit that I was just a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the last time we had you on uh, two episodes ago for the <laughs> best of 2019. <laughs> and matter of fact, when we were talking about this, Jay thought that was a power hour, but it's really just that we got really drunk. Cause it was like, that's right. The it does season, We were all happy to see I each t- other. <laughs> I tend to I tend to overdo it sometimes in these in these podcasts and so I just assume that they're power hours but it's just me being it's just me being the powerful one 
Well, it's weird doing it uh, uh, over over Zoom as as well because you you get this false sense that you're all together and you're having a good time in merriment, <laughs> and then you're done and you're just drunk in your own home alone. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, weird. Where'd all my friends go? <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we introduce our next guest? Sorry that I interrupted. No, that's cool. Do you want to introduce him, or would you like me to? Yeah, go for it. I wish I had the song. I'll do it. I'll do it just with my mouth because he's got okay. his own theme song. <laughs> Our next guest from Boston, Massachusetts. He is one third of Fantasy Guys. He is one third of Marcus. He is the one and only Mitchell Hardage. Hey, I lost my leg. Hey, you sure did. Is that the only line I remember in that song? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember any of the other. Because he says that line multiple times every verse. Is that the one where the rats get all drunk, or is, that's a different song? <laughs> that's the only other that's, song. That's the song where they're shipping up to Boston. Yeah, right. <laughs> is that not all of them? That's the other line I remember. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all you really need. Hey, what's up? Hey, dude, you have done a power hour with us. You you were a part of the first one. You you were a part of the history-making uh, episode. Wow, it's an honor. Who all it's we... an honor to be back. <laughs> Who we power hour? This is our fourth power hour. This is episode 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rudy and Mitchell were the first one. Who was the second one? Ashley and Luke Tanner were the second one. Oh, right, one. right. And then third was Mike Morgan and... and, uh, and uh, Jeremy Ray. Jeremy Ray, yes. That's right. Yep. Cool. Um, well, well, cool. Well, yeah, let's um, let's all just, you know, we're going to jump right into it where we're uh, basically uh, we are doing this through Zoom. Um, so hopefully the all everything works out well. Um, but if there are any hiccups, listeners, please bear with us. We're trying our best here. Um, but yeah, basically, we're each going to um, we've given Muhammad 15 songs each. Uh, which adds up to 60 songs. There are uh, 60 minutes in one hour of power. Um, so basically every minute, uh, one of our favorite songs of the year uh, of 2020 are going to play. And um, we're going to take a shot of beer every minute and uh, yep. just kind of talk about the songs. Um, if you guys don't remember uh, the rules here, even though this is... Um yeah, so this is the best of. I don't know how much we <laughs> mentioned it or if we're just assuming. So usually we do songs from high school. This year we're doing all the best of the, our be- our favorite songs from 2020, um, like we did last year for the best of 2019, but we're combining it with the Power Hour here. So, But in uh, in tradition of uh, my high school iPod Power Hours, you still drink every time you hear Tom DeLonge say, where are you? So that's still our cue. Um, yeah, fellas, you want to crack open these beers? Let's do it. Do it. Yeah, good old hey, t- beer cracks. Tom Tom DeLonge had a pretty good 2020 though, didn't he? he Did he really? He, uh, he found he, some aliens. He yeah. like got yeah, yeah like uh, uh, validated right by like the U.S. government. They're like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, there's yeah. aliens. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's talking about. <laughs> like the timeline that we're on, where Tom DeLonge is the honest, rational, like <laughs> smart person in the room, and everything else. All right. Oh man, it all makes sense. 
2020, what but if- it's over now. 2021, baby. Um, let's do this, shall we? Um, uh, um, so the order is going to go every round. Me, then me, me, then Jurgens, then Jay. Me, Mitchell, Justin, Jay, if for those of you who don't know my nicknames. Um, <laughs> let's give it a shot. I'm going to hit play. If it's too loud or too quiet, just let me know, and I'll adjust on the fly, okay? All right, Here we go. Cheers. Cool. Cheers. 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 Where are you? Drink. So here's mine. The fir- my first song. This is um, this is uh, 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 Denzel Curry and, and Kenny Beats off their album Unlocked. This album came out super early this year. Um, so it was like really, really heavily listened to at the beginning of quarantine for me. But this is just, I mean, two masters, two an amazing producer, amazing rapper together. Who's the producer on this? Kenny Beats. Kenny you can Beats. hear on basically everything now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy's blowing up. But he's so good, and he he kind of does like like simple's not the right word, but kind of like sparse or, or or bare stuff. And I really like it. Right, it's very old school. There's a lot of hip hop on my list, you'll see, and a lot of it sort of has this like throwback to Wu Tang sort of sound. I, I think this kind of falls into that. I was gonna say this sounds like a Wu Tang yeah. record. Definitely, it's so the, good. It's, it's short. It's like seven songs. Oh, drink. But everybody listen to it. Mm. This one's mine. This is my jam of the year. This one got me through 2020. This is uh, the Avalanches. They're an Australian producing duo. And you got uh, Rivers Cuomo on the lead vocal. And you got Pink Sifu sneaking in at the end of the song. It's a lovely jam called Running Red Lights. Have you seen the video for this? The video, I didn't think I could like the song more, and then I saw the music (laughs) video, and I was like, this is amazing, yeah. Mitchell, who is Rivers in the video? He's not, no. What's up? Who's the other person you said? Rivers Cuomo and who else? Pink Sifu? I think he's like a rapper. Is he in LMFAO? Is he? No, that's like blue and red are their names. Are their names just blue and red? It's It's something blue and something red. You think they're fans of Halo? Yeah. (laughs) Drink! All right. My first one of of my 15 is Future Island's Thrill. It's a real bummer song. (laughs) But last year was a real bummer. Um, I don't know, man. These guys normally are really fast and dancey, but this one grabbed me. And speaking of videos making you like the song more, this video is just a a close-up shot of his face singing that pans extremely slowly out for the whole song. That's it. Cool. And it's super, super powerful because the dude is just crazy earnest with everything that he, you know, does. How how slow like does it start like inside of his mouth like if the video is just <laughs> no it's 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 the face, you know a frame of the face with not much else and then maybe comes to zoom window size it's so. kind of like that no surprises video for Radiohead where he's like in a yeah. he's got yeah. like a fishbowl on his head and it just fills up with water the whole time yeah. drink boys cool. drink mm. Bartis Bartis Strange uh, this was one of my very favorite albums. Um, of 2020, uh, this guy, uh, he does it all. He does some rapping, he does some indie rock stuff. Uh, it's a super cool album, and the song is a banger. And uh, I listened to it 
so many times. Uh, it sounds like a mixture of uh, like Wiz Khalifa and um, Minus the Bear and TV on the yeah, Radio. Totally, like they it's all, all those things. <laughs> yeah, it's somehow like a, not like a mashup. It, it sounds normal and yeah. organic the way <laughs> yeah. it does. It, it almost like all like those different things warning. just sort of hit you at different times where you're like, oh yeah, it's sort of it, now it's reminding me of this. It's really good. But it was yeah. so hard for me to, like, nail down how I felt about it the first time I heard it. Cause, yeah. Is he, lot. like, a multi-instrumentalist? Is he playing I believe, everything? I believe so. In the video for that song, he's doing everything. So I think when he plays live, he's got a band. This is um, another one that came out super early in the year. This is Caribou off their album, Suddenly. And mm. I this really, this album got me through the first chunk of quarantine for sure. Uh, super dancey, super like techno-y, very similar to like old like Fatboy Slim and, and that era of like you know dance dance mm-hmm. pop music. Love that. Um, and it's fucking, it's such a good album. This I is Caribou, you said? Yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It's. I may great. only be four shots of beer in, but I'm feeling this. <laughs> <laughs> Same, yeah, dude. I I don't know. I, I mean, I think like. Like everybody, you know, this was a hard year, and certain definitely reflected on this list. There's a lot of albums that like kind of like this was one that it was just like I would wake it up, wake up, and put it on because I'd be like, this is gonna keep me going, you know. I had lost a ton of work at the beginning of the year and was just sort of like <laughs> aimless for a while, and yeah, that album really helped. So, cheers to care of it. I'll I'll ask this now because it's my song. Could you turn it down just a hair? Yes. I didn't want to insult anybody by turning down. <laughs> like, no, I uh, was, this is yeah. this is an Australian like power pop band called the Beths, and uh, this album came out this year. It kind of came out of nowhere for me. I'd never heard of them before, but um, I liked the album cover, so I thought I'd give it a spin. And I ended up loving this song in particular so much. It's just so heartfelt and is just a great pop song great love song uh so it's a really really great pop song of the late 90s early 2000s vein that i don't know it's shimmery it feels really shiny and and nice (laughs) yes yes i think that's something that uh i didn't pick up on right away like it but it but since you said it it definitely has that late 90s early aughts alt vibe to it that Works for it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that song. It's beautiful. Oh, here we go. Um, this is "Garden Song" by Phoebe Bridgers. Um, probably everyone's heard it. I don't know. Yeah, she's had a year. This album is as good as everyone says it is. There's not really a ton to say about how you know smart and funny and all the things that phoebe bridgers is like with her online personality and her music and her collaborations with a bunch of different people it's we're very lucky you know yeah (laughs) i remember go ahead uh, i was gonna say this this album was was awesome uh and i i heard that like one of her music videos was directed by um the fleabag phoebe waller bridge and it oh, made yeah, me cool. realize not only do they have the same first name, but their last name is almost the same. Almost <laughs> yeah, the same. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how much they talked about that on set. <laughs> <laughs> Drink, boys. Man, one minute. Not a long time to talk about these songs. Ooh. This is Jeffrey Wright. This is um, 
The song's called Exactly What Nobody Wanted. Um, Jeffrey Lewis. Jeffrey Lewis. What did I, who's Jeffrey Wright? Who's Jeffrey Wright? He's, he's the he's guy. He's the he's guy the from actor Westworld. From Westworld. <laughs> yeah, and a bunch oh, of other stuff. <laughs> Angels of America. Jeffrey <laughs> Jeffrey Lewis. Yes, yes, yes. Um, no, I I really I really like this song. I really like the album that this came on. Uh, this song is about. Um, this is about if when you when you create something and you think it's amazing, but nobody else likes it except for like one person, um, and it's I, I can as someone who creates things that most people don't like, I can relate to that. So. <laughs> like this <Yes>. podcast, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I really love this I mean, dude's sound. I don't know much about him, but I, every time you guys play him for me, I got another one of his songs on mine. Oh hell yeah. Spoiler alert. All right, guys, back to me. This is Orville Peck off his uh, EP that came out uh, this year, Show Pony. Uh, the song is called Summertime. It was the first single. It's got a good video. But, uh, I just love him, man. I, I've talked about him on this show before. You played him. You had him on your uh, last year's 2019, best year. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's he rules. He's like a crooner, country guy. He wears a mask. Uh, if you guys don't know who he is, look him up and read about him. But he's got such a beautiful voice. I feel like... Listen to this. It's poppy, but like romantic and sweet, and just like still feels like country enough. I really like it. He's one of those few people who has a gimmick that he really never lets yeah. up from, yeah. but he's got like the chops to back it up. Yeah, it feels like a, totally. legit in I, a way. I listened to that Oliver Tree guy that wears the Jinkos and rides scooters and stuff. <laughs> and, uh,. I, his music's not that good, in my opinion, and uh, he's more like about the aesthetic than the music. I think mm. I don't know, or maybe he's really. Yeah, into Orville his Peck music. feels earned, weirdly. But sorry, it's your turn. I mean, yeah, he's 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 good for what he does. I guess just not for me. This is my pick. It's called Ghosting by uh, oh Joe Svinson, I think his name is, with uh, Lynn and Wren guest vocal. Uh, yeah, I just really dig this 8-bit sound that is, um, it's kind of repurposing that 8-bit sound in a different way, where it sounds more like a, a full band that's recreated on a Game Boy, uh, and the song's just lovely to boot, so I gotta drink my beer. I forgot to do that. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. I really like this. It is cool. The voices are really yeah. good. He's a very versatile artist, too. Like, if you go and listen to his discography, it's wildly versatile <laughs> I love that. yeah cheers cheers guys mm. indeed fellas this Let's song is cheers caution. every minute <laughs> <laughs> the song is uh caution by the killers mm. off of their amazing record last year uh the only artist i put twice on my list of 15 <laughs> Ooh, I, so i put one on there too so we're gonna have a lot of the killers yeah, but this I mean, album is fucking any great. year the killers release an album that album is one of my favorite albums of the year so you know and this song just fucking goes dude yeah. there's nothing else to say about it it just goes this was the like the first single they put out before the album yeah. came out and it got me so fucking excited for this album yeah did this come yeah, out I kind did, of like did it's this, like War on Drugs, Springsteen. It's this very like driving. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's classic. Something about the drums, just the way everything's like eighth notes. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Speeding through a desert road. I mean, that's exactly. that's what the killers are Good driving all music. the time. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, drink. drink. Cheers. 
This yeah. is uh, Francis Quinlan. Uh, all of you doing this power hour know that I love Hop Along. They're one of my favorite bands. And she put out uh, a solo album uh, like at the beginning of the year. And this is one of my favorite songs off of it. The whole album's really good. But um, I just love the way that she writes songs and how she doesn't really doesn't really she she definitely cares about like structure and everything but it's not that like every line rhymes and like a verse chorus verse chorus uh yeah kind of thing um, i really like her I, I have a hard time kind of following the melody with her sometimes because yes. she's like it's all she, over the she place. just kind of it's almost stream of consciousness the way her sure. her verses go yeah i like that though it's like a, it's cool like she's reading cool. from her journal or something and there's music that goes yeah. with it <laughs> boys drink boys cheers all right freddie gibbs and the alchemist alchemist this is the second Big two masters of their uh, respective. Uh, I almost trace. had this song on mine, dude. The same song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is something to rap about. I think it's like the Didn't second track, but it, this is a great song. Let's give them something do... to rap about. <laughs> yeah. Did Freddie Gibbs do a Shania Twain cover? No. Didn't he do one with Madlib just like last year? Yeah, he did. Last year he had an album with Madlib called. Ooh, what was it called? It was also one of my favorites of that year. But yeah, I really like this trend of dudes and producers specifically working together. There's actually yeah, a yeah. third. Currency does that a lot. Is it? Yeah. Every one of those little projects like this that Freddie Gibbs does is well. Is it his used best to be. Work. It used to be such a huge thing in the hip hop community with like dudes like Prince Paul and uh, Dan the Automator and you know these guys who would like take on specific artists to make a record. Right. Yeah. Speaking of Madlib. <laughs> Collaborating, uh, this one's for MF Doom. Oh, yeah. Rest in Rest peace. Oh, is this one mine? Because yeah. I know we all Could probably have this <laughs> yeah. song on this here. This one is yours. There's, this some, one is. there's some definite uh, Rosenstock on this point. Yeah, Jeff Rosenstock's album came out this year, and I wasn't really into him before this year. Jay, I knew you were a fan. Justin, I knew you were a fan, but I never really got into him, but. Something about 2020 brought me back to old (laughs) pop punk. I don't know why, but uh, I absolutely love this album. And this song specifically, I think, is is a nice little gem tucked away on the back half of it called B&B. There's no real real lulls in this album. He rewards you for sticking with it. You know, like there are some some of the best is at the back. This genre of music, I feel like, usually has some stinkers on an album you know what i mean yeah some lulls but as we hear uh blink 182 (laughs) of the interstitial (laughs) oh this is uh, a former uh uh, let's see this is uh brian fallon so uh from the gaslight anthem but he's been doing solo albums that are a lot more you know this sort of stuff dusty americana and this song is called 21 days and if you just barely listen, it definitely sounds like a love song, but it's, it's about him quitting smoking. Um, so, and when you ris- listen and take the lyrics very literally, you're like, oh, yeah, cool. That's awesome. Did you guys And it's quit got smoking? a good chorus that, you know, second chorus, he does the higher octave, which I'm a fan Ooh, of that production choice every I'm time. Second, you know. second chorus. <laughs> Did you guys smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Oh, yes. Forever. For years and years did. and years. 
I smoke did cigarettes you, for were, like I, I still relapse sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not proud oh, of yeah. my how recent were, my last relapse was. We were, we were all allowed to last year. Oh yeah, I think it's admissible. Oh, oh Jay, I love this song. Yeah. Hey, uh, the Mountain Goats. Uh, they're again one of my all-time favorite bands, uh, and they put an album out this year. Uh, called Getting Into Knives, and this is they the first song. They put out a song. few albums this year, didn't they? I guess the other one was They put out, like, a live one. Technically, they did put out three albums. Three? Yeah. yeah. people <laughs> putting out fucking so much music in 2020? I've been, like, at a creative well, the Mountain Goats, John, I feel like, have John put Darnil, out more music in the John last... Darnil, yeah, John Darnell writes a song, at least one song every day, I think. Like, he... He just He's is like brushing writing. his teeth and writing a song. <laughs> like, but to be fair, this like was recorded in 2019, they... not in 2020. Right. No, this Whereas was... Songs for Pierre Chauvin, he recorded like in April at his table. Right. This was know. this was like a big production. Um, but this song uh, is the best song to walk uh, a dog to. If you have a dog, because it's about walking a dog. It's it's so good. Oh. Jay, have you ever walked a Corsican Mastiff? Sorry, <laughs> it's that's a good, it. Move good on. Question. Uh, uh, not yet. So, speaking of things that were recorded in the past, uh, My Morning Jacket put out a new album this year that was a bunch of, I, I don't think you'd call them B-sides, but stuff that was maybe recorded at the same time as recording of their last album, The Waterfall. Uh, this is off The Waterfall 2. And it's called Wasted. Dude, uh, and this, this is my favorite I band. I listened to this album, this album again the other day. It's it's so good. It's so good. Every really song is killer. Really I am so into my morning jacket. Yeah. Did you listen to um, Rick Rubin's podcast, Broken Record? Uh, they interviewed Jim James on it. Yeah, you were telling episode. me that. I want to. I gotta check that out. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's he's like a cool guy. He's very cool. He seems like very kind of like kind of head in the clouds. Like he's like. I like to go on walks and like just be in nature. I thought like he's really a little, he's a, little he's spacey in space case in, yeah. the, in the best way. I yeah, did I feel like it. lyrically these last two albums, the two Waterfall albums, felt very uh, a little bit clearer. I mean, still super poetic, but a little bit clearer yeah. on what he's talking about. These on days. what he's what he's getting at. Yeah. Speaking of being clear at what you're getting at, fucking <laughs> run the jewels. RTJ Four. <laughs> Thank you. Dude, yeah, this uh, this album came out at just the right time. It was like right crazy. when there was all this civil unrest going on. And I think they even released it early. They were just like, fuck it. Everything going on in the world, here's RTJ4. And it was kind of like a... Not a, not a guidestone, but at least like... Uh, I feel like it had direction... And it kind of like gave a voice to the way a lot of people were feeling about what was going on in the world uh, this summer uh, with the with the protests and everything. So yeah, yeah, I'm here for it, man. They it got was a real fucking... knack on releasing at releasing music when the world yeah. needs it. <laughs> and it's banger after banger. It's such a good right. album. I'm so into it. Oh, another Rosenstock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this song is called Fame, and it's really Beer good. Too. It's Crushed. Got a lot of uh, a lot of different parts, I guess. You know, I think a lot of times people think of punk who are uninitiated as a very simple, super simple genre, and it, and it can be for sure. But Rosenstein, I mean, this is like kind of an epic, you know. That's... And a lot of his songs kind of have that movement style epic. Yeah, that's what I love structure about. to it. That's uh, a yeah. yeah. This song, the Mitchell's song, the, the Airbnb song that Mitchell played, like. 
you don't expect the songs to go where they go, and that's fun. Yeah. That's like it's it is super surprising. fun. It but is. But it's like a it hook is. machine. Like all it the is. parts are hooks. Like they could all be right. separate thirty-second <laughs> totally. songs in their own right. If he wanted to just do that and flesh <laughs> those out, but instead he's got a, a vision. Oh hey, Uh-oh. hey, more run the twice more in one round, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was mine, and yeah, this is the big single. But I felt like I had to put it on because I listened to this song so many times. Um, so good. It's Greg it's, Nice. Oh man, it's Another just uh, video. It has its own. Oh, uh, yeah. It has its own weed strain named after it. Um, <laughs> so you, you know it's a banger. Um, the thing I love about. Run the Jewels is that they're simultaneously like like politically conscious and like talking about very real shit and then they're also just like I do push-ups nude on the edge of cliffs like they're just like so much bravado yeah. which you expect from hip hop but like they just weave it it's cartoony like, so effortlessly too. yeah like it's it's, yeah. it's good it's my, very my favorite is uh, we beat the bottoms of feet like little like the the view of them is just we'll torture you you <laughs> fuck what <laughs> Uh, okay, my pick. This is Thundercat off his album that came out this year. I think close to the beginning of the year. Uh, it is what it is. The song that is called, came out this year. Yeah, or maybe like end of last year. It could have been, but I, I definitely was listening to it all year this year. Wow. Um, the album is called what It Is year. What It Is. Fantastic album. I, I think it kind of was like. Not overlooked, but you know, Thundercat's one of those dudes at this point that you kind of know what you're gonna get, and this album just delivered. <laughs> yeah. But he's one of my favorites, and I listened to this album a ton. Super it's really good. funny too, Super and how he totally promotes happy. his his work and his music's like, like funny without being like a joke, which I really like. Um, yeah. Do you guys know he's from yeah, Suicidal he Tendencies? I just found that out. He's what? He was in Suicidal Tendencies. That's where he got to start. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I had no, I had no idea. idea. Yeah, me oh. neither. Mine was blown. Anyway, that <laughs> album rules. Drink. <laughs> Starting to feel it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is uh, Starfucker. This is their new album. Uh, I think this is the first track on the new album. And when I heard it for the first time, because I was like, oh, new Starfucker. I'll check that out, because I've liked them forever. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't... I didn't uh, not that I had low expectations for them, but I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. And the whole album holds up. Like it is, it's super solid. I think they have some of my favorite production. Like just the sonically, the way their albums sound. It's so warm and like just the right amount of compression and just like everything's mixed very well. Uh, would, you, would you take this in as a reference? recording for like a fantasy guys session to the mix engineer like <laughs> uh, i want not, this feel maybe not this track in particular we're usually working with like 808s or like drum machines and the drums have a big say in the mix but i mean yeah. i definitely always reference them for how like the bass should sit in the mix because they're yeah, yeah they're good guys when you think That's 2020 awesome. you think the postal service <laughs> no well this did come out i mean this is a live this is a live version from an album that came out oh, in this this past year, 
And uh, I went to this tour. I mean, talk about a band getting mileage out of a single fucking project, right? <laughs> <laughs> One album I, that and was recorded And I've unabashedly ago. paid for it all. Like, I bought, when it came out, I bought the anniversary vinyl with the extra tracks on the extra records. I went to the show at the Fox and was on the front row of the first balcony, so I had a great view. Awesome. And, you know, it just has a tiny little bit of enough of a difference to it, even though it's flawlessly executed. That it is interesting to listen to a live version. In this yeah, case. What's, their, what's their live setup look like? Oh, it's great. It's like, you know, Tamarello in the back on this giant riser, and then Jenny Lewis and Ben Gibbard flanking him in front. And, and that's they it? have instruments. Yeah, that's oh, okay. it. Okay, far out. That's great. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this was my pick from that Killers album. It's the first song on it. Um, it has... It has so many, and I, I started it in the middle of the song because I wanted to get all my favorite parts in there. So I only had a minute. <laughs> um, but this fucking kicks to the chorus. Yeah. Ooh, it's that, man, it's that pounding. Plus the like, lyrics are incredible. Yeah, and just like Brandon Flowers' voice is beautiful. It's so fucking good and powerful. And like he's a just, beautiful man in general. He, he, he's young, a very he is beautiful very man. Very handsome. Um, but also, <laughs> like, this, it's ridiculously handsome. It's annoying. This, you this, know? Gu- this guitar riff, this part here, is like. Do you think this young the first people are into album. the Killers? What's that? I think it's exclusively people our age. It seems like but they would have appeal to young people, though. I mean, musically, like that synth sound so in now that. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, it's my song. This is very popular with young people. So this is Roddy Rich. This is about as poppy as I've, or as mainstream, I'd say, that I got on my list. I love this album. Actually, I think this came out right at the end of last year, and I was listening to it pre-quarantine uh, a lot, and then carried on. It's a good album. This is like the for me the perfect intersection of trap and pop music. That every now and then uh, one of these albums will just like really hit with me. And this year it was Roddy Rich on his album. Yeah. Uh, forgive me for being antisocial. I think it's called something like that. But this song's the box. It was and what's this song called? The box, and it's great. Yeah, this is nice. What box is it referring to? Ooh, I don't know. It's Sorry. the box that um, that Samuel Jackson and John Travolta are trying to get in Pulp Fiction. Oh. You never know it's, what's a, inside. it's a similar to like the way I've loved Young Thug's album, Jeffrey specifically in the past. Like certain certain times, just certain albums from that genre of music will really get me. Yeah. Okay, this one's the first one that hurts. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm feeling that pain as well. And it's not just Square Pusher, <laughs> but this is Square Pusher. <laughs> I meant the drink, not the song. <laughs> no, I know Square Pusher is a little bit polarizing. He's, he's kind of a weird dude, but he came out with an album this year that I really like. Um, and he did it all on like an old like Commodore computer or something, which is uh, an oh. interesting thing to learn. Huh. Um, yeah, which is which is like crazy because it sounds great. But he 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 kind of like gave himself that parameter. He's like, I'm only. I appreciate use, the like, limitation as a yeah. as a artistic choice. I mean, with somebody as versatile as he is, like he can play any instrument. Like he's a virtuoso prodigy. Uh, I feel like he kind of needs to do that now. But he's just one of those old school drum and bass guys. But he's also like crazy Aphex Twin level genius. So yeah, you get all that kind of like Bach Mozart influence as well. But. It's not my turn anymore. Who we got? <laughs> oh, 
Another uh, virtuoso, actually, Blake Mills, um, who has known for a lot of things that he's probably makes the least amount of money off of. He, he, he probably makes the most album. Or some of he also album. produced the Perfume oh, really? Genius album, which is like top Ooh. five on all With the, the lists. the new one? Yeah, the new one. But he used set to be in Dawes. Fire, set my heart on fire immediately. Is that what it's called? Yeah, he produced yeah. that. That um, album's insanely good. And he's sort of more famous for like playing Roland guitar synthesizers from the 70s and just making these crazy weird compositions because he's, you know, he knows all the chords. Let's just put it that way. Okay. <laughs> Every chord you can dream Every fucking of. chord. And this is a Vanishing Twin off his record Mutable Set, which is the type of thing you should smoke weed to with headphones on. You know? <laughs> My favorite thing to do. Uh, this is Waxahachie. Um, she put this album out this year. The song's called Lilacs. And I don't really know that much about her, um, but I really like oh, this album. And um, that chorus. Listen to that bell, she, she, that ride yeah. cymbal bell. I really I like I bought all her records, and this one is definitely. It's got. I mean, it has to be. The best one. It's really it has. It seems this, the most accessible too. It feels like any of these songs could be like radio hits. Well, and similar yeah. similar to like Justin talking about um, the Beths, like this to me feels kind of like a like a Cheryl Crow kind of feel. Yeah, but I was like, gonna say. She said she was listening Cheryl to Lucinda Williams a lot. Oh, that you makes know? sense. That's like her hero. So, and and she's from Alabama, but did the indie rock thing for those other albums. Yeah. this is a little more. I really like. Cheers. This is an artist uh, called Jimmy Whispers that I didn't, I don't know much about, but this is a single. It came out just as a single. He didn't put out an album this year, and I love it, and I listen to it a lot. I think it's got I, like a real like real estate vibe. You ever yeah, listen to real yeah, mm-hmm. or like, yeah, I guess maybe just that that era of like indie, like I don't know. It's like very. Sweet. It's almost like. Easy listening, yeah. adult contemporary, but it's this, like this indie still. It's still indie. Yeah, it felt just very like comforting. It has a really cool video with like two goths going to an amusement park. It's it's just really sweet Aww. and pretty, and I really like it. Um, what's says, his name Jimmy, again? Jimmy Whispers. Jimmy Whispers. Yeah. That's the I'm perfect band. It. Perfect band name for someone who writes this <laughs> yeah. song. Are you releasing like the playlist on Spotify or something? So yeah, the we'll listeners do that. We've can... got everything, so yeah. We can yeah, because there's some there's some good stuff on here. As it goes into my song, <laughs> so this this is uh... Mitchell King of the Segways. <laughs> What's this band called? The Midnight, I think. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So they they're like they're like a very, uh, like '80s influenced. Bad, but yeah. all right. So this year, like uh, Ashley and I, Ashley's my wife. For those who don't know who she is, but I think all of you do. Uh, we I we know. watched all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. We got really into Jason, and this song is called Jason. <laughs> oh, perfect! And it's on a it's on a Friday the Thirteenth like playlist. Like this is Friday the Thirteenth on Spotify, and the the hook of the song. I don't know if we'll get to it in the minute, but it's like. Jason, tell me what you're chasing. And it's kind of like, 
It's like a hilariously kind of like romantic song about Jason it. Voorhees. Like it's so funny, but uh, oh, that's good. It's it's uh, for like a minute. I was really into it just because of the whole. Friday I love that saxophone thing. at the beginning. Too. Me too. Dude, the it's sax like is all over that song, and it fucking crushes. Oh, another My Morning Jacket song. They're back, baby. Hell my Morning Jacket yeah. is my favorite all-around band. Like, I have different favorites for different things. How but many if times I were have limited, you seen them? Like, nine. Oh, my gosh. I've, I've seen them five times, yeah. So, I haven't yeah. seen anybody I mean, that many every, times. Every time they've so, come around... Since I first saw them in 2008, I think. And I got a late start. Like, a lot, And the people who introduced me, you know, they were like Tennessee Fire fans. So yeah. uh, they're, they're like that. They're kind of the modern day Grateful Dead Led Zeppelin of our generation. Yeah, almost you know. unlikely. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy that they've kind of gotten to that, you know, that it's level. Great. Of it gives like them the ability bandy. to just sort of do what they want. Yeah. What I like about them is they have like a southern rock thing. As they well. do on that mm-hmm. new album, yeah. like uh, "Run It." I think it's called not "Run Through," but it's like "Run It" or something. Is is like the most Credence Clearwater Revival type song they've ever put out. But I'm sorry, Jay. No, this is uh, this is a bad segue because this band is not the Grateful Dead of our generation. <laughs> this band's called uh, Direct Hit. And um, this album oh, did yeah. not come out this year, but I heard it for the first time this year. Um, it was like a Spotify like recommended artist, I guess, because I'd been listening to so much Jeff Rosenstock. They were like, "Here, try this." It's um, good, dead on. I well, nailed it. You tell all your yeah. friends. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> it's got I that. remember <laughs> listening to Direct Hit in a similar fashion on Spotify at some point in the past, and being like, "This rules," and then forgetting the name. So this is great. Yeah, I love it. It's so good, but every time I hear it, I can't stop thinking of that song. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, a vibe. Oh, this yeah. is a vibe. This is uh this is um Buscabella. Probably my favorite album oh. of the year. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, so this album's called Regresar. This song is called Take Take Tiembla. And sorry, my Spanish is bad, so but these, this is a Puerto Rican duo, and they, yeah, vibe is the right word. I mean, this is, this album, similar to like, kind of how I said with the Caribou, and this also came out pretty early on in quarantine, I would just like, I would play this because I needed <laughs> to feel the feelings See, that this a, album a pick put me, me up. Yeah. I, Not even like I a pick me up, but just to like to type like, of music. chill and calm myself and feel good, right. you know. Yeah, this my buddy, is a recommendation I'm going to take because the caribou and this feeling, not what I gravitate to when I need comfort, but it sounds comforting. This Very this much. album in particular has like a real otherworldly vibe too, which I really like because I think often these kind of like dancey duos just get kind of club clubby, but uh, that it, it's really out there. Anyway, sorry. What video game are we playing? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a surfing video game, I think. This is a Wolfpack. You guys, you guys, yeah, fuck with for Wolfpack? sure. Uh, they haven't done a ton this year, but they put out a few singles and stuff, and this was one of them. It's called Radio Shack. Um, they are—they're one of my favorite bands, probably. I gotta do my shot. Do they do they have vocals? I I've never heard of them, but yeah. I really like the song. They'll do vocals. Um, they have a lot of guest vocals. 
the band's kind of weird. It's it's almost more of a collective. Like they have their core band, and then they'll have guest spots come in. But cool. they have an insanely like good. They do. They did Madison Square Garden, I think, last year. Wow. And they they have the whole concert on YouTube. You can watch it. Wow. So and it's all like, done in one shot. Following? They just had a Steadicam operator filming the whole thing from the stage and did the whole show oh in one God. shot. No cuts. It is incredible they're one of the best live bands probably uh that video is really good by the way the video for that song i really loved yeah all their videos are like that they're super dope they're all so fucking good at their instruments it's like especially their bass player so proficient they remind me is always mixed very high in the mix because he's fucking he's one of the best bassists i've ever heard in my life yeah yeah I guess I uh, you know what you know what this is if you can hear it. It's Jason Isbell. <laughs> we can all hear it. Signature voice there. Oh, I mean, your listeners. Well, it, oh. I'll, yeah. I'm gonna add this later and mix it properly. Oh, so. right, right. We're not hearing this. This is a dreamsicle. I would say this is the song off the reunions record that I probably listen to the most. I mean, it's, it's all it's, it's all good. Jason Isbell's good. You know, it's gorgeous. But this yeah. is a really great song, and I like the whole. He could take like the mini scene of eating a, a popsicle, a dreamsicle on a lawn chair and make, make it a such a thing. Beautiful you know? sound. I'm very full. That's one of my best memories, man. Um, this is Dan Deacon. I feel like uh, I don't listen to nearly as much electronic stuff as Muhammad or Mitchell, uh, or maybe not even Justin, but I do fucking love Dan Deacon and he put Dude, I should have put this on mine. Yeah, I this love album this album rules. so much. It, it, it's, Jay showed it's a this to fantastic me album. Yeah. This came out yeah. this came out like January or February. So it was when things were, you know, not awful. Um but I I definitely did a lot of like walking uh going for walks and listening to this album and it's it's this song in particular is like it's uh, it's got a real a real drive to it that I just love. Did you ever see Dan Deacon like before he blew up? I, I saw him twice before like Bromst and like before his he like kind of blew up. Uh-uh. I, re- I remember that era of him like having a friend that was way into him. Yeah, he was. I mean, it was, it was Jeff Rosenstock. Can we talk yeah, about Dan Deacon? This for is a my Jeff Rosenstock song, and yes, we, can we keep all going. played a Jeff Rosenstock song. <laughs> so Dan yeah, Deacon would like. Like I saw him twice, and both both shows, like the second show I saw him, I thought it was a shtick because it was just him. It was just one guy, and he had a giant like folding table, and it was f- filled to the brim with like pedals and like wires things like connected to each other, and wires so and stuff. Cool. And it all it like fucked up both times. It fucked up, but he was so <laughs> funny on the microphone, just like cursing his equipment. That like I thought it was part of the show. I was like, this is hilarious. Like I'm enjoying this so much. And then he would do a song, and it would be like 30 seconds long, and then something would fuck up again. And he would just Wait, be like, amazing. God damn it, this motherfucking sh-. like it was like where was it was the like show? two do of you, my favorite shows. What? Where where was he? One, one show was at Swayze's amazing. when I was in high school, so cool. and then the other show was in Athens at like the Secret Squirrel or That's something. Yeah, it was like total coincidence. I saw him two times, but he's he's rad. I'm can sorry, we, I talked over Jeff Rosenstock. Can again. we keep talking about Dan Deacon? I would love to, I'm man. Just, I no, think I'm he's just great. He's kidding. a great guy. And he was so nice. I met him. Uh, I talked to him after both shows. I was like, great set. Like you were fun. He was. He's the sweetest guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, this is Parquet Courts. This album didn't come out this year, but uh, I got into them this year. 
and I think they're one of the best bands. Yeah, uh, I really like this group the world. as well. And I when when you put them on your list, I was like, oh, it makes sense that Mitchell likes them. They're like it clicked <laughs> with me. They seem like I mean, they're different than a lot of the stuff you put on here, but they're I think super they sound solid. Like, yeah, like go ahead. The Kinks are like some British invasion or something. Yeah, no, they remind me of the the Clash a lot. Yeah, yeah. just his vocal timbre and stuff. It's, yeah. it's kind of like um, Joe Strummer, but but they're they're such a solid band, and they're like no frills. They're just like yeah. they're just like fucking five guys, and that's what you hear on the record, and it's it's great. Oh, this is mine. Uh, another record uh, that came out in 2020, but with songs from not 2020. So this is like the third time that uh, American Beauty, the quintessential Grateful Dead album, was from remastered. For yeah, its, it got remastered. Right, from, oh yeah, from that's what you know from. Yeah, <laughs> this, this album got remastered. Uh, the last episode was like uh, two years ago, and then again this year. Twenty, yeah. I mean, I think it's fifty year this time, so fifty yeah. year anniversary yeah. master. But I did. I have listened to. It. I listened to it on my studio monitors, like, and and tried to immerse myself in it. And I love this song, "Friend of the Devil." It's it, I, I've album, listened to a lot know. of Grateful Dead this year for the first time ever, really in my life. I mean, I listened to them, but this was like the first. I definitely time I got only them. got into them as an adult. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Even when I smoked weed in high school and college, yeah, it's I just a little was like, weird to no. be like seventeen now and I'm way into, it, into the Grateful you know. Dead just because. Yeah, kind of too chill in a way, I guess. It is too <laughs> chill, exactly. This is this is Hamilton Lighthouser, uh, singer of uh, the Walkman. Um, the Walkman is on hiatus uh, and have been for like five years now, but they didn't break up according to the internet. They're just on hiatus. Um, but he's he's put out some solo albums, and I really really love this one that came out this year. Um, yeah, this is the first track on it. He just fucking he's he's embracing this kind of like crooner storyteller kind of thing. Like he kind of sounds like Rod Stewart sometimes. <laughs> yeah. he's even wearing like he's wearing like suits in all of the the promo shots yeah. and the covers and stuff these days but man his i i just i think his voice is so unique and i fucking love it yeah, yeah those strings the production on those synthy strings that's something it's else. great rod yeah. stewart is an apt comparison yeah <laughs> you, can, you can hit those notes in the just the right way it's like a kind of raspy but you can tell they're yeah. still like in control of their voice uh, so, talked a little bit about some Wu Tang sounding albums that I was into you, this year. I think this is the most Wu Tang sounding album, um, but with a really good mind twist. This is West Side Gun, uh, his album Pray for Paris, again. You know, oh, yeah. arguably yeah, my out. favorite album of the year. Um, but this, this rules. The song is called Party with Pops. Mood. I love the lurch of this beat. Yeah, it's yeah. like got no. That's like Griswolda thing in general. It's like a real like slow it down. Nobody never nobody ever gets too excited when they're rapping, and I dig it. <laughs> yeah, but this is very some, ghost. It face. gives them room to to do you know stuff less. Yeah, you know rigidly. It's almost like the beats are kind of buried or muffled. Yeah, and his vocal really pops out. Oh shit, this is. <laughs> All right, so uh, guys, I really discovered that I I like Sean Mendes this year. <laughs> I listened to his, this, this album didn't come out this year. He put out an album this year. I didn't listen to it, 
But this album, this this song has like over a billion plays. Like it's yes, stupid. This is. I was gonna say I've heard this song before, and I have no idea who Shawn Mendes is. But this I is the coolest this podcast has ever been. <laughs> <laughs> no, like when I when I looked up who Sean Mendez was when I heard the name some months ago, I was like, "Oh, you're an idiot for not knowing who this person is." You know? Yeah, he's he's wildly popular amongst teenage girls. I guess I don't know. He's like 20 years old and he's got a 12 pack, but but. <laughs> But all of his songs are like guitar driven and they're like really good pop songs. Like this whole album That's is why just I like Harry Styles. Stacked with I like Yeah, Harry like Styles. Harry Styles. It's like really good pop songs. Like I I don't know. I dig it. Yeah. I, I mean this is Bright Eyes. Speaking from the of Bright Eyes speaking album. Of 12 Bright Eyes is good. Speaking of being but, hip you know, and cool. I'm drinking one uh, right now. Pan and Broom from the album. Oh, I can't even remember it off the top of my uh, head now. It's like from down where we were dead. Yeah. It has a long weird name. Um, I also really like this album, by the way. I mean, I was, I've, I I've listened to every Bright Eyes thing yeah. ever since it ever came out. And when this came out, I listened to it all the way through like three times. And then I kind of shelved it. You know why? I didn't listen to you it know again why, until Justin? I made this list. You know why? Because this album why? came out the same day that the Killers album came out. I <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. That's I totally what like, it is. It was like and when I went Kanye the other and direction. How did an album come yeah, out at exactly. the time? <laughs> and then 50 Cent never heard of again. <laughs> went down the killer's path, you know? Yeah. But it is a good cinema. I mean, it's a you great know, record. Also, Mogus and Walcott did the music for The Stand, and you guys should watch that. It's just on CBS okay. All Access right now. They just really good score, though. Bright Eyes this, is the reason this podcast exists. I'll pirate it. That's true. Bright Eyes is the reason that this podcast exists. Um, so this, is J, this is J. Cole. I didn't listen to a ton of hip-hop this year, and I don't know why, because I like it. But for whatever reason, this song came came my way somehow. Uh, and I think it's great. I think it's, it was, a, I think it was it's, a kind of a big deal when it, when it released. Yeah, it, it if a, you look on Spotify... On it's got like a billion plays. J. Cole's um, always kind of like a big deal when he releases new music. Right. Um, for a dude who I wouldn't quite say is like famous. I don't know. I mean, I guess he is. Yeah. But when you think of like, well, when you think of like rap superstars, he's not. But but there's always the a lot of attention on what he's doing next and stuff. Yeah. He's an interesting uh, guy. Yeah. He has a I, dedicated fan base, I feel. And we talked sure. about yeah. your whole yeah. It is a I good song. Really I didn't really Jake have a Cole is kind of hit it. or miss with me in general, but I really like that. But song. that that one's a hit. Yeah. Going from <laughs> Jay Cole to Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, this is, is Sturgill Simpson off of his Bluegrass album that he put out. Um, he actually just put out Volume Two as well, but th- this is from also, Cutting Grass Mohammed, Volume One. Mohammed, it's funny that I played Jay Cole and you played and Sturgill, I play Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> You're right. You would think yeah, it dude. might be the other way around. <laughs> But I really love this album. It's, so it's all covers of earlier stuff. This is um, uh, Just Let Me Be, I think is the name of the song, or Let It Be or something like that. Not Let It Be, that's a Beatles song. But this is off of Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music originally. It is a real trippy, modern existential, existential, questioning everything song, but covered uh, in the most like joyful bluegrass porch I drink a lemonade love it, version. Yeah. It's, it's I just so I think it's such a great idea. And I was so, so happy with with that album. Yeah. 
Um, this is Jack Stauber. The song is Oklahoma. Did not come out this year. Came out a few years ago, but we discovered him because I think he got like popular on TikTok or something. And then uh, I like w- there was a video of this guy dancing to one of his songs. And Ashley, and like people were like, "This is like if Mitchell was an Indian boy," <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so people would send it to me, and I'm like, "I actually dig that song." And so I looked him up, and uh, and discovered this album that it's on, uh, and I think it's called like Pop Food or something. And uh, yeah, this guy's very like he has a, a unique sound. Like it, it's it's one of those sounds that's like like somebody made a whole album by themselves in their bedroom. Yes. And they had a clear vision for it. Yeah. And it, and it has, the whole album has that kind of vibe so, to it. It's very lo-fi, but it's like works. Like, I don't know. I've I've followed Jack Stauber for a few years, but not his, not necessarily his music. He does these like animated short films with Claymation. He has an oh, cool. insane YouTube channel that I've been watching for years. Yeah. Yeah. He's wow, a weird an interesting dude and you should watch them they're all like 30 seconds really i almost feel like a kindred spirit with that guy like yeah you should check out by his, the way fourth beer i gotta channel. go pee more i gotta more pee too Hatchie. yeah i chose fire I from uh, from saint cloud I, no, I think fire is kind of like the the song where her range is most at display right like she's really low and really high and everything in between and it's just incredible. I she's just great. I had trouble picking a song off this album to play and I'm glad you picked this one cuz I almost I wanted I wanted people to hear this song cuz it's I love it. Yeah, it's and this good. harmony here <laughs> especially is just <laughs> such a thing, you know. Yeah. Near worm. This is uh this song did not come out this year. Uh, this is Casey Musgraves um, this song is a beautiful song, and uh, I put it on because uh, our 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 good friend uh, Gus Fernandez played this uh, on like a oh shit really he did like a Facebook video thing yeah I, I know I he was really, doing this and uh, and it was he did such a good job playing the song that it like I. I'm in 12 bands with Gus, and I still, hearing him play this song, like, I I, I cried, because it was beautiful. I, listen, I'm not even a musician, and I'm in a few bands with Gus. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who's not in a band with Gus? Uh, this, this is, I love Casey Musgraves, and this is this, like, here's some song, pop female singer that we can agree on, Jay, because I'm a yeah. big fan. I think, I think she's great. That song wrecks me in the best yeah. way. I love it. Yeah. She writes good emotional music. Mm-hmm. And good poppy music. Hey, back to me. And we're, we're back to hip-hop. Guys, one of the most famous artists in the world, but an album that largely was kind of ignored this year. This Childish Gambino off his album 31520, I think it is. Whatever date it came out. Um, <laughs> this album I, is kind of, it's got some hits or misses, but I think there's some real gems on it. And I think there's a real gem. I didn't even know that he put an album out this year. Yeah, it had. That's the thing. I don't know why he. He he had like streamed it on a website for like three days before he like ever put out. He just like streamed it as a loop, and you could just like. I thought he did the thing with Rihanna. There was like a movie. Adriana Grande. Oh, that's a. He made a movie that I didn't watch. This is a song with Adriana. It was good. 
Yeah. Is Are we working with the same director who who does Atlanta? Yeah, the Hio, uh, Hero. What is his name? Hero. Yeah. yeah. It's almost He's like great. a musical review of like uh, his songs and stuff, but it was it was fantastic. Is this me? That's Blinding lights. I feel like this could be on anybody's playlist this, for 2020. This here's song the thing. Was massive. I didn't, I didn't know who The Weeknd was before this year. I saw him in Uncut Gems. What? How is that possible? <laughs> How have you missed The Weeknd, dude? I knew, How are you sleeping I, I knew, on The Weeknd? <laughs> I knew the name. I knew that he spelled his name differently. Um, but I never. E out. Yeah, I left that E out. But I saw him on Uncut Gems, and this song plays uh, right. during every NFL football game this season. And I was yeah. like, who yeah. the fuck is this? This song is amazing. Turns out yeah. I like The Weeknd. This song is bigger than it than any song yeah. has any business being. Like, it's number one on several charts. He also got snubbed at the That's why Grammys. he's mad about the snub. It'll yeah, be, it'll be famous forever, though. It'll never no, this song, yeah, this song will live forever. <laughs> this song is That's a good untouchable. Song. Yeah, great song. The Weeknd's one of those dudes who's like super derivative, but in in the right no, he's ways. He's at his best when he's doing his Michael Jackson impression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't do it often enough. He doesn't do it as much as he should. <laughs> this is Matt Healy of the 1975 doing his glass jaw impression. Yeah, it really um, is. <laughs> I was going to say this I is less savvy I absolutely fab. love it. What? I, say, I, I thought that might have been less savvy fab. Oh, yeah. I mean, so the night I didn't super late to the 1975, like, and well, I really get it. I get why they're super, like this, right? super popular and critically acclaimed. No, and this whole album is like that. I think they just kind of indulged every idea they had, and turns out they can really write a fucking... Most hardcore song that's yeah, great. That's so, sick. yeah, the production too, like everything distorted. Yeah, everything yeah. distorted. <laughs> okay. Also, uh, an insane video for that song, by the way. This is a uh, <laughs> this is a new this is a new artist from New Jersey. Uh, I think you guys will like him. His name is Bruce Springsteen. It's funny. It took him um, 50 years to become famous. Is he, <laughs> he Jewish? He finally got there. He's surprisingly, I don't think he is. Um, <laughs> no, that's a that's a famous line from the Hanukkah song. Bruce Springsteen isn't Jewish, but my mother thinks he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, here's the thing. Uh, we we don't have to go into how terrible 2020 was, but I was so happy that there was a Bruce Springsteen album that came out in 2020 because I really needed it and I didn't know I needed it until it came out and I listened to it um, how how has one man had such longevity how has he been so good for fucking like, also, like 40 years I mean, not that he doesn't sound like music for old people but he doesn't sound like he's old no, he, he's he sounds 70, like he's because he's every singing years like he's twenty seven years old. It's yeah. fucking wild, yeah. Guys, this is the Gorillas off of their project they put out this year, uh, Sound Song Machine. Song Machine. Yes. This is with Earth Gang and Atlanta Duo. Who, if you guys don't know them, you should definitely listen yes. to. It's fucking great. Yeah, but this they song rules. Really, really this whole good. album is really good. I think it's the best that the Gorillas have been in a very long time. A lot of long songs. I think this song is like seven minutes long. Well, it was, a, it was the the whole project was like singles. Like yeah, it was a web series. There's a whole series for every song. And fun and fact: just, the guy who plays 2D's 
acting voice is uh, the kid from... Oh, shit. What is it? Oh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. I had this fun fact for this podcast, but now I'm drunk and I forgot it. Oh. <laughs> there's no editing it out. Oh, you're drunk. Is it English? Is it Spider-Man? Is it no. Is oh, it I know what it is. He's the kid from Muppet Treasure Island. He's Jim Hawkins. Uh, <laughs> what? Right. Yeah. Got it right in the nick of time. Didn't nice. get to talk about the song much, but... <laughs> all right. I know... I know last year you guys were all over this Pup album. Hell yeah. But I, I, just, I just figured out about this Pup album this year, and it is so good. Mitchell's Morbid having his they own all, private They even pop, put pop out something in 2020. Yes. <laughs> they did, and, and they're, they, they put hear... out the EP, and I got to I gotta be honest, I didn't listen to the EP as much as I listened to this album. This album is so good. This is a beautiful So yeah, really good. Like uh, and it's the first song from it, and it fucking rips. They're so they're a they're a pop punk band, but I think as a drummer, Mitchell, you're a drummer too, so you can appreciate. Kinda, <laughs> I mean, yeah. drums are a lot of of a lot of it. He that. he, the stuff that he does on the drums is so not pop punk. Right? It's really impressive. Like yeah, a lo- like a lot of the stuff that he does. Yes. Great band. Good drummer will take you a long way. Look at Jeff Rosenstock. Look at Pup. Look at Pony League. Hey. 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 I'm also in a band with Gus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this is my second. This is my one repeat. The Killers. And this one is so great. It's called Lightning Fields, which is such a, a killer's name. Yeah. <laughs> it's, For sure. It's yes. featuring Katie Lang. Wow, like, and it's it's amazing. I mean, all the way through, it's just truly like it's like watching a movie. I don't know, man. You know, like a four minute song will feel like a a whole John Hughes flick yeah. in, in that <laughs> yeah. time span, and that's what this is like. If you had told me that John Hughes had written all the music for the Killers, I would. Believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear right. it. It checks out. Um, uh, drink. We're around the end. Oh, All right. This is my Rosenstock. Jeff, who is this? Who is this? I've never heard it. I've never this heard is, this. This uh, uh, is, I love this song because it, that like halftime to start the song reminds me of like Pinkerton era yeah. Weezer or something. Like, I think it's such a, yeah. such it's a, a slow like, jam, cool, but you wouldn't slow dance. Yeah. And then it'll, and then it p- picks back up in a second. But I think that's such a cool, again, it's like, he does he does things that I don't expect and it I, yeah. makes me so happy. He's the best. I fucking love him. His songs. I mean, how many how many pop punk songs can you think of that you don't get the hook within the the chords within the first minute of the song? Yeah, he he <laughs> makes you wait. I don't even know if we're gonna get to it in this minute, but yeah, um, I know. It's a, it was interesting putting this together because I was always like, oh, it takes a while before you get to the hooks of these songs. There it is. He's so, he's just, he's so earnest and like genuine. Um, I just love him. He's the best. He's the best. Can we tag he him or best. something? Like when yeah, you we'll tag this episode <laughs> out. I'll tag him. We'll tag I just want him to know how much I like him. Guys, we'll, it's, we'll tag this is the last him round. This is WAP by Cardi B and Megan hey! The Stallion. It's about you goddamn time. Right. It's insane that it does. We had 15. <laughs> This is like the song of the year, I think, for everybody, honestly. Macaroni in a pot. I love that we went from, like, Kilo Ali's Love in Your Mouth 
being like an underground thing that people kind of share to WAP being the biggest song in the, the world. Billboard I, I number love one it, song. Man. Uh, take us back to the the last run the jewels album the song they did with gangsta boo oh, oh yeah, my I god mm-hmm. i saw like, her and that's the she whole thing that run the jewels can saw, do a goofy uh, ass run the song jewels. like she that she came out on stage it was, it was amazing that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. just filthy <laughs> um, it's yeah, like filthy but it's also like self-confident and there's some empowerment yeah. to this song the, the like, edited version of WAP is uh, wet and gushy which I think is worse gushy yeah <laughs> that is definitely worse <laughs> wet like, and just gushy just leave it as it is somehow it's worse that's wack this, this is another uh, Jeffrey Lewis song till question marks are told um, th- this is like a slower jam on the album more acoustic but it's brilliant. Like the the way this guy crafts lyrics, unlike any anybody else I've ever heard. Like the first time I heard this song, I like pulled my car over. It's so good. Uh, and you were on the interstate. Wow. And I was on the goddamn. And he was being pulled over by the police. Which is, which was just I mean, that's why I pulled over initially. But then I was like, officer, hold on, just Hang listen, on and listen to, to this. this song. And I it turned it up. his life too. And it's- he said, you know what? I don't want to be a cop anymore. <laughs> oh my God! You Incredible. did it, Mitchell. You did and it. That's the power you of Mitchell music. One Jeffrey cop at a time. Wright. That's how we. That's how we change the world, guys. <laughs> uh, I love Jeffrey Lewis. We'll tag him too. Tag him too, cause Wait, he's wonderful. We gotta play him this song too. <laughs> this is a. Uh, nah, this would just piss him off. This is Aesop Rock, <laughs> The Gates. Uh, so Aesop Rock's newest album is called Spirit World Field Guide. And it literally adheres to that sort of theme from the beginning. Like, the first song is a spoken word intro to the whole thing, like a technical manual. (laughs) And this is the first proper song and... You know, yeah, I love it rock. when you get instructions on how to listen to an album. <laughs> if there was, yeah. if there was ever, <laughs> ever a dude, which to... for a wordy guy like Aesop Rock, yeah. it's already pretty <laughs> dense to a, you know to get into it's, unless you're already into it. It's, it's and like he, I don't uh, think he's interested. It's like almost <laughs> famous when Zoe Deschanel tells uh, what's his name how to listen to all those albums, like light a candle. Gotta light a candle. He's a little uh, a beautiful mind on all his albums. There's like weird callbacks yeah. and like things that tie in. Definitely. And like numerology. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. This is a chalkboard. Okay. Up. Yeah. okay. So this is the last one, we right? Did it. Cheers. We Cheers, did guys. It. We made Cheers. it. Cheers. Exactly five beers. I think I did um, it right. I mean, I Pup doing granddaddy is. Ounces. So, so welcome. Matt, so uh, there's a there's a story behind this because Mitchell, uh, who played a pub song, uh, and me, who is now playing a pub song, uh, we were in a band years ago called Twin Thunder, and we covered this song. And oh, you guys did. Oh yeah, and pub, yeah. Your style. And uh, and Whoa. Mitchell Mitchell sent me this to be like they covered this song, and I've listened to this this version of this song at least 50 times this year i think it's so it's a great song the original version i just i love what they didn't do they didn't do too much to change it it's just that's it boys we did did it it we did the power really makes me want to go back and listen to the software slump again that dude granddaddy and granddaddy put out an uh did they put out an album last year 
I think, but I don't know. I do follow Jason Little on Instagram, and he's always just doing little piano stuff. He's he's still fucking got it, man. Like Granddaddy is. He produced the last Band of Horses album, actually, which I really liked. He'd come out on stage at a at the new Last Waltz. I'm glad that you're fucking wrapping it up with Granddaddy. Hey, you can't have a you can't have a my high school iPod Power Hour without the Bangle Boys. Ashley would be happy to hear this. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, we did it. We did a whole hour of power. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, Happy New Year. It's, it's 2021. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, okay, uh, plugs. Who wants to plug stuff? Anybody want to Anybody want to? I don't talk think anybody who's things? listening to the new episode of My High School iPod is here for the for the plugs. I want to you know, plug Ted. Nine, Nine eight, eight, if you guys are listening to this, seven, three days six, before we recorded it, five, four, three, two, one, happy new year! Check out uh, Fantasy Guys on Spotify. We're going to release a uh, new single in a few days. When? A few days. When are you putting oh, out a new are single? Are you really? I feel like you haven't released music in a while, right? We haven't. No, like we started recording an LP and then the lockdown happened, so like that breaks on that. But we uh, had a few tracks finished, and so we're gonna release them as singles, and the new one's coming out on Friday. Oh, whatever day that is. So, uh, yeah, I think this will come out on Monday or Tuesday. So, this yeah, Friday, check it out. The new Fantasy guys. guys song will be out. New yeah. Fantasy Guys single on well, Friday. No, check them out. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, I'm just happy. Look, this is the format of the show from now on. We're just going to do best ofs <laughs> every year. Do what? I don't know. But, we'll do one show a year. But this has been so fun, Jay. I've missed yeah. you, man. One I mean, year, not year. that we haven't. Hey, hey, no, for have real. Have you guys we're not gonna... seen each other or <laughs> hung out? <laughs> We've hung out. I've actually we seen zoomed. Jay in person. He's like the only person that I we went and we, we did a COVID camping trip. Right. He's like yeah. the only person I've hung out with in person since yeah. this year. Yeah. I missed that because I had to work and I fucking resented it so yeah. i asked for a ten thousand dollar raise and they gave it to me so boom no, still yeah. not worth it <laughs> no no i would tra- i would gladly trade ten thousand dollars a year to <laughs> hang out with you guys once. To go camping. we basically yeah. did what we what we just did that's pretty much what we did camping. yeah we did we just showed each other music the whole time <laughs> we just played music just and like got drunk yeah <laughs> There was That's we sick. we sat around a fire though, which was nicer than you know just zooming. Um, uh, hey guys, tw- though no, like 2020 definitely was the worst fucking year I can think of. Yeah. Uh, 2021 though, it's coming back. We're bringing it back. Gold. I'm Let's getting go. a pool. You guys are all invited to come swim in the pool. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm going to swim in the pool, and we're going to record uh, another My High School iPod episode. Ooh. I hope, oh. all, I hope all our the old pool. fans From are listening right now. And if they are, I want to say thank you guys for coming back. I mean, it's been a year since we put out an episode. I don't know. I'm yeah. feeling, I'm feeling, and, uh, uh, I'm feeling probably, sweet. It's probably well, the beer, but... Uh, well, wanna, and we're gonna do makes you sweet. We're it gonna do more. Sweet. We're gonna do more episodes this year. We we did take a year off for 
a number we're gonna of do reasons. Some more, yeah. But we're yeah. going to do more. So thanks for listening. Um, I think we're priority for the vaccine, so we should be able to start recording. Yeah, we're, this is an essential... We're essential workers for doing yeah. this dumb podcast. Hey, I know. <laughs> I, I threw hey, my high school iPod in here. I I know you guys are trying to sign off right now so that you can wrap the episode up. But can I we keep can we keep hanging out after we? Yeah, after dude. We cut? How weird okay. would it be if sure, I was dude. like, no. I can stop the recording. <laughs> well, I got wait, you drunk wait, wait, for wait, this wait. podcast, and then I'm letting you go. <laughs> I mean, if you guys if you guys aren't gonna plug Mitchell plugged his shit, but if you guys aren't, no, listen, listen to. Listen to the Rank Brothers. That's Muhammad's Thank you. other podcast. The Rank podcast. Brothers podcast is my podcast that's come out. Since oh, we got a podcast. Mitchell and, and yeah, I have a I. podcast. Uh, Just Jay listen to everything on Kitty podcast. Wing Productions. It's all there. Yeah, it's all, all there, baby. Yeah. Go listen to old episodes of uh, Let's Make a By Podcast the way, Muhammad. I listened to the, the last episode of the ROC podcast. It was great. We did a great it's job. Fucking great. Yeah. Your podcast is amazing. <laughs> We're you're killing fit, it. You're a fit, I know other people are listening. Great job, man. <laughs> um, and then uh, Justin, Mount, tell tell him about Mountain Party or something, man. That we we put a song out last year in 2020. Yeah. Now, oh, Fucking... Mountain Party did do a thing in 2020. We put out a song the day before the election, which uh, which is the reason that Biden late, won. But, you know. Yeah. You I, yeah. I mean, I think you can. Pretty much attribute the six listeners. I've seen the stats, and turns out, even though you're trying to make a statement the day before the election, everyone's still really just paying attention to the election. Yeah, um, don't don't so, ever look at the stats, man. But it is on the internet, like Mountain Party dot Bandcamp don't ever dot look at the stats. com. I think so. He's talking about yeah. podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Chewy, don't ever party. look at the stats. <laughs> All right. Uh, as you can tell, we all just drank a shot of beer every minute for the last 60 minutes. Um, but this is my high school iPod and it's your high school iPod too. So thank you guys so much for listening. I wish you nothing (laughs) but, uh, health and happiness in the new year. Um, until next time for Justin Green and Mitchell Hardage and Muhammad Joma, this is Jay Howell saying, take this playlist that we just made for you. Yeah, Throw that find shit on Spotify. We'll put it on Spotify. Throw that shit on shuffle. Listen to it. Crank it. Get yeah, out it. there and change, and change the, world. the world. I was there for it, baby. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet ass pussy. I'm talking wop, wop, wop. That's some wet ass pussy. Macaroni in a pot.